Episode of movies that make us i'm jake i'm tracy and i'm val and we are this is it this episode comes out the week of fan x so we are this week going to fan x and we're going to see each other and we're going to see lots of people and hopefully everybody that's watching this or listening to it will see you i mean it, it, you know if you're in town i understand <laughs> <laughs> what else and are this you is the thing this like, is- come on yeah, this is true. what I have to say, though. We're all going to be in masks. Yep. So when you see us, be like, hey, Val, it's Joe. So I know who you are. <laughs> yes. Unless your name's not Joe. And then don't say that. Well, yeah, yeah that'll just be confusing. <laughs> yeah. Wow, we met so many Joes today. This was weird. I'm, I'm hoping that I will remember this for when I see you the first time at FedEx, Val. I'm like, hey, Val, it's Joe. <laughs> Joe. Hey, Joe. <laughs> How's hey. it going, Joe? Hey, hey. Yeah, it's it's going to be a different experience for sure, but it, I think it's going to be a really good experience, and I'm glad that everyone is taking into account safety and health mm-hmm. precautions. Um, I mean, the ultimate safety and health precaution would be to not have it, but I think we need it, and so I'm all for it. For my own personal mental health, I'm all for uh, FanX happening. Yeah, so. this this is the first fan X that I'm not actually doing any photos, but I kind of wish that I was because most of the celebrities are going to have the plexiglass. Which I <laughs> do think you want that kind of, moment? But I kind of do because it's like yeah. you can look back and be like, oh my gosh, you remember what this was like at this time? Go get one with Adam Savage. He's awesome. Yeah, yeah Adam I mean, Savage is pretty cool. But, you like Doctor Who? Get one with Christopher Eccleston. Yeah, he's not one of my favorite doctors. He's good, but well, he's not one of my favorite doctors either. I, I loved him in The Leftovers, though. The HBO yeah. series The Leftovers was well, and great. I mean, Thor The Dark World is a masterpiece, obviously. So. Is it though? No, is it? Though? I mean... <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I don't even anyway. I, I'm excited that he's going to be there. Um, just because I do like Doctor Who and and our friend Craig Price gets to moderate that one. And I think he's really excited British about shoes. it. Yeah, he's going to have British shoes on, which so. doesn't seem pandering at all. I'm sure they'll all appreciate it. <laughs> Love you, Craig. Love you. <laughs> and you got to come to, I, I'm going to need all the help I can get. You need to come to the cast off panel because. <laughs> We are recasting Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, which I think is an interesting choice of a movie for a pop culture convention. I agree with that 100%, maybe 110%. But so we're recasting weird. with the Muppets. And I'm yeah. going my brother. And I learned not only are we supposed to do voices, but my brother is actually bringing Muppet characters to perform with so is that legal is that in like the rules this is within the rules so it's in the bylaws i I mean i will help you as much as i can tracy but here's the thing i've never seen glenn gary glenn ross (laughs) i'll be honest until craig started like asking for people to talk about it on matinee heroes for october i'd never heard of glenn gary glenn ross so um you're gonna be just like every audience member that'll be voting 
I, so I feel it's going to come down it, to and and so who entertains like, the crowd, and he's a better entertainer. So I'm yeah, gonna that I think like you're that. in a lot of trouble. He's a better entertainer <laughs> if he's bringing actual Muppets and doing yeah. voices. Yeah, we had we had quite the text gift discussion going back and forth about me complaining about how it's not fair. Wow, the cast yeah. of this movie: Kevin Spacey, Alan uh-huh. Arkin, Ed Harris, Alec Baldwin, Jack Lemon, Al Pacino. Right. Did they grab all the old white guys and put them in this movie? I think so. I think which this I think, movie should just be called Old White Guys. Which is why I think it makes it such a great draw for a pop culture convention. Oh, wait, no, there's a police officer who is um, of color and a yeah. coat check. A yeah. coat check is a person of color. Two people. Uh, and and they, they eat at an Asian restaurant. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. You're not I, I helping it. You're not helping it at all. <laughs> this isn't. It's a good movie. It is a good movie. But I'm I sure th- sounds I'm sure like that it. It is, and it's 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 very toxic masculinity, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I don't even have to watch it. I just had to go look at the nineties toxic masculinity. Yeah. Well, <laughs> why was this his choice? I don't know. <laughs> this is the thing that has made no sense to me since he announced I, what he was doing. I thought we'd do like the Avengers or or just Jesus go with Christ the eighties. Like or... it's this whole like you know, like all of the artwork is like this eighties kind of yeah, you know stuff. So I thought he mm-hmm. would choose like some nerdy eighties movie. I don't know. Pick. The other group got Doctor Who, which is still difficult, but not as well. Difficult. Doctor Who's interesting because they recast Doctor Who. All the time, all the time, right? So that one's not. So this this, be, this one this one's interesting, and I get that he wanted to do something with the Muppets that you wouldn't normally see the Muppets in that role, but right. I just I just feel like this would be a great episode for Cast Off and just an interesting <laughs> choice for Fan X. We we love you, Craig. We, we do. I lo- that's why I'm at, I'm questioning your life choices, Craig, because I love you. I'm concerned. Val taught us in the last episode that we shouldn't just let our friends make mistakes. We need to say something. So That's a good point. I'm we passively need- aggressively saying something on my podcast <laughs> to you, Greg. And in the 80s, Jake, we learned that knowing is half the battle. That's true. So this, again, ties in with the 80s. Yeah. So the, this I do yeah. feel bad for Val, though. I mean, you still have that sunburn. I mean, it's been a week. <laughs> And it's just as red as it was last time. But we didn't want you to feel bad, so we also wore the same shirts, so it would yeah. look like we had all planned this. I just this. like that I... Oh! That's when you know it's super oh. bad. That looks so painful. It leaves indentations. That's not good. I don't think I've had a sunburn this bad in my life. Oh. And it doesn't hurt as bad as it looks, but I'm just, I feel... Just stupid and irresponsible because you should always wear sunscreen. I'm usually really great about it. Well, you wear and sunscreen. You just everywhere else. Of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like cover my arms, my face. I had a Make hat sure on. A big floppy hat. Yeah. No, I had. I had. Oh. I had a cool hat, not a big floppy one. Okay. All right. Yeah. I am jealous because you were up at Oktoberfest. Not jealous. That's not the right word. I'm always excited when my friends get to go do cool stuff that I always wanted to do that I haven't done yet this year. Like, I just and, get excited you're the for it. German them. guy. Come on. I know. I usually don't go this early um, in the game for Oktoberfest. I usually like to go like the second to last week because mm-hmm. there's less people there. Um, but we had um, Dave's best man, who is his best friend, was in town 
And nice. so we took him up there and it was a really nice day. Um, we watched the uh, mustache and beard competition, um, <laughs> had some good food and came home when it got, it was just super crazy. So many people, not yeah, a good I'm sure. weekend to go. So, mm-hmm. but I mean, it was fun, but like, yeah, it was a lot of people. Gotcha. I just, anytime you get to eat German food, it's just an exciting thing. Oh for yeah. Me. I gained I loved your pounds pictures. yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I gained a pound and a half just from your photos. <laughs> I have to be good all week though, because I am going to Disneyland um, yes. on Sunday and I'm going to eat my way through that place. Like I am I so excited to live by consume all the sugar. Yeah. Uh, I, that's another thing that I'm excited and not jealous for you for. So that's, you know, yeah, I'll be there no, for a day and I'm going to suck it all up. <laughs> yeah. And this is such a great time to go to Disneyland because they've got all the Halloween stuff out and it's just so mm-hmm. much fun. Well, that's why we're going. We're promoting. Um, we're going to be doing a live broadcast there oh, nice. in the morning before the park opens on Monday morning. Nice. So we get there Sunday, live broadcast Monday morning. And our good friend, John Smith, who works for a different radio station, who is also a big Disney person that's going to be on one of our panels, uh, Tracy, he's going to be there at the same time. John oh, and I John and I have never been to Disneyland together. We went to high school together. We've been in radio, like opposite radios together for a long time. And we're both huge Disney fanatics who all, right. always get put on the Disney panels together. So this is going to be really fun if we actually get to hang out in D- Disneyland together. So it'll be Thank fun. You- do you fly back Monday? Monday afternoon. Yeah, afternoon. Monday afternoon. So I'll be there all day Sunday to experience it. Okay. And then Monday I'll talk about it while we're on the okay. air. And then okay. I'll do a couple more things before our flight that afternoon. Okay, at least cool. you get a full day. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. we fly in. Our flight's at like 7. So we'll probably get there around 10 or 11 and mm-hmm. just do the whole day. Mike, my morning show partner, I don't think he's ready for this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I could that's, see. I could see that. That's probably see, like true. Jake and I would be fine. We'd just like go. It would be awesome. But we, I don't think yeah. he's ready to experience Disneyland with me. I yeah. think. I think the three of us, each of us, we have that extra Disneyland speed mm-hmm. gear that mm-hmm. we can yeah. get into. Not yeah. everybody does, though. No. Mm-hmm. No. So. Yeah, I. I think I'll we, take it easy on him if he needs to take a break. I'll let him, and I'll go do some things while he. You got to make like an old guy splash mountain for Ty. Yeah. Well, Ty is going to be going to Disneyland two weeks after I'm there. That's right. That's right. Don't do anything for him. Then (laughs) just do it all for us. If he's going two weeks after you don't dedicate any of it to him. And and Val, any of the food that you want to like bring back and carry on and, you know, Jake and I. Is there something that you guys that would last that you want me to bring back? I know that the cookies and the Rice Krispie treats last, and I was going to plan uh, on bringing some of those back. Apples. Um, there's okay. A, there's a I'll see what I can do. I'll and see what I can do. we fairly close to each other, you know. I'm just, yeah. I'm just. Saying. All right. If you I have mean, requests, if you have requests, edge and text me. This little Coke detonator bottle. You did. You did. Yeah. So, Yes. If you have requests, let me know and I will grab some things and bring them back for you. Like, I just want an ice cream sundae. If you could bring that back. No, that's not going to last. A Dole Whip. Yeah, if you bring a Dole Whip back, that'd be great. I'm just carrying it the whole time as it's like drizzling down my hand. Here you go, Jake. (laughs) Perfect. It's all melty, just like I like it. Um, It's a Dole Whip shooter. 
<laughs> <laughs> it is it is all very exciting like i am excited that that you get to go and i'm excited to see your pictures and and yeah. experience it through you because it is really a magical fun time to go and i think it's a short week at work and you get to go to disneyland at the end of it that's a good week yeah. that's a good week right there <laughs> <laughs> And then when you get back, you get to go to Fan X. So, like, yeah. I mean, you want to talk about a dream week? That would be pretty close. So you're living the life, my friend. I'm super excited. I'm I'm very lucky, and I understand that. The only the only thing that would make it better is if the Sunday they like took you and like you got to get on all the rides and skip the lines and stuff. That would be uh, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No like, comment. Not having to, to get a, a waiting list for the Spider-Man ride, that would be pretty sweet. Oh, man. Are you going to go on the Spider-Man ride, Val? Of course is she it? is. Of course. And it's going to be awesome. <laughs> she's not going to miss. She's she is not going out to Disneyland and not riding the Spider-Man. Of course not. <laughs> and, and here's the thing. I would ask you to ride that one for me, but no, you have to ride that one for that you. One for you. <laughs> That's yeah. just a hundred percent for you. I'll write it for us. Ride, there ride Thunder Mountain for me. There's oh yeah, I mean, yeah. I have to ride that at least two times. I oh, love. You got to do it at night because it's a different yeah. Oh place. yeah. Oh I yeah. We yeah. usually would go during um, the fireworks and yes. we ride it as many times as we can. Mm-hmm. Nine is the the that's the number that we have to beat. Nice. So oh, nice. Nine, nine think, in a row. My record is seven. So yeah. well done. When you hit eight and nine, at that point, you don't even know what's <laughs> happening to you. Because when when we did nine, the guy just realized we kept coming back, and he's like, "You can just stay on." So we didn't get like from seven, eight to nine. We didn't get the break to get off, and so you're just—I mean, I felt high at that point. And my mother-in-law Tana, um, on the last one, I think she was so out of it, and I was sitting on um, the outside, and so we're going around, and she puts her hands up. And she slides in and it's like slow motion as I'm like, Ooh, like being because <laughs> we were just like out of it by that point. It was awesome. Anywho, we're going to talk I'm about so Princess excited. Bride today. Yeah, I was just saying, but you know, you know, it would have been a great choice to recast with Muppets. The Princess Bride Princess would have Bride. been a great choice yes. for Fan X because mm-hmm. everybody, I think there's a lot of people at Fan X that love Princess Bride mm-hmm. and love the Muppets. I mean, if you were trying to get people to come to your panel, that would maybe be a great choice. He doesn't want people there. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, oh, I, I don't know. <laughs> Craig, we love you again. This we're is gonna, all gonna be from, from, from love. Places, we so. love you so come much. On yeah. Come on in. He's going to listen to this show and it's going to be the first thing he says to me. I'll, I'll bring him <laughs> back something from Disneyland. <laughs> I'll bring him a treat. He's like a, he lives like right by Disneyland. So? Would, you turn, would you again. turn down a treat? No, I would never turn down a treat. <laughs> I don't care if you live next door to Hatch Family Chocolates. If I buy you Hatch Family Chocolates, you're going to eat it because well, it's delicious. Course. I mean, this is true. <laughs> Do I look like a guy who hasn't eaten chocolates that have been given to him ever? No. <laughs> Of course not. <laughs> you broke Val. <sighs> I 
Should we start over? Do you want to start this episode over? <laughs> Hello, and welcome to another episode of Movies That Make Us. I'm Jake. Yeah, see, we can... Anyway, so let's talk about The Princess Bride. Malage. Malage is what brings us together today. We talked about last week in the Karate Kid episode about how there's a lot of quotes from that movie that you can do. Yeah. This one is most probably the most quotable movie i can think of it's hard to think of one that's more quotable than this one or no, that's that, been more quoted for sure yeah, yeah that and three amigos those two yeah are, are just top tier i mean there's so many great moments and it's a good book too if you go back i, I actually have read the 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 hmm. william goldsmith book or golding i can't remember yeah gold yeah golding goldsmith the I, the the thing anyway. that I love about the book, and I'm glad you brought up the book, um, is that it does feel the dialogue is very similar in feel mm-hmm. um, and cadence to what you get in the movie. And a big part of that is because the author of the book did the screenplay for the movie. And so it all works together really, really well. Um, there are some parts in the book that aren't in the movie. Like you get a little bit deeper into physics past and things like mm-hmm. that, but really from the get-go it feels very similar to the movie similar to the story that grandpa is sitting down and reading to his grandson which by the way is i think is one of the most brilliant ways that anybody's introduced a movie like this yeah and i still i mean i love it i i mean i quote the grandpa all the time with the like let's see where were we let's see ah yes the pit of despair and like (laughs) just moments like that that you can and the kid i mean fred savage is was such a great child actor and he's still a good actor. I'm not saying he's not, yeah. a, but like he was so good as a kid and most kids are not yeah. great yeah. actors. And he just always does such a great job. And in this, he's, is this a kissing book? Like he gets so upset at his grandpa, but you can tell there's a genuine love there between grandson and grandpa. But like, that's how all of us are with our grandparents when we're that age. Like, Oh my gosh, he's so old and lame but fine i'll sit and listen to your story but secretly i'm loving every minute of this attention yeah. that i'm getting from you yeah well yeah. i mean and you look at this cast lineup you got carrie Ewells, mandy patankin robin wright wallace sean billy crystal carol kane andre the giant christopher guest fred salvage peter falk i mean come on yeah yeah i'm a huge Same. fan of peter falk like um when i was younger when this oh, came yeah. out and i was younger he i watched him on tv every week mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it was weird because i was like a young girl watching this like you know old mystery kind of show detective guy, um, yeah. right yeah detective but i loved it there is just something about him that just pulls you in again he had the kind of the same thing as mr miyagi um mm-hmm. just as an actor where he gives you time to think about what he's doing, what he's saying and what's going to come. And so watching him on TV and then seeing that he's in um, this movie. And of course we were watching Fred Savage on TV every week. Right. Right. Um, And so now they're both in this movie together and it was such a good connection. The, the rhythm that they had back and forth with each other Mm -hmm. um, was just so great. And I can't get over his eyebrows. Like I, like yeah. I watch, I watch it, and I just kind of want to be like this. Like, let me. I just want to get. I love like, that. I want to get in there to the eyebrows because yeah. they have their own story. By the way, yeah. I don't. I am not a peeping tom. By the way, yeah. have, oh, those, those are your movie watching binoculars <laughs> for when you need to get a closer look at something on the it's movie for astronomy. 
when so, when we discuss okay. rear window, she's gonna pull those out. <laughs> yeah, it'll be good. No, it's for I got those. Uh, I have two pair. One for me, and I bought some for Sammy for astronomy because we like looking at planets and stars. I thought um, you were gonna say bird watching, but planets and stars. I have yet to actually go bird watching on purpose, but it is on my list to do. I have gone. Right two parks and forests and hiking. And I do stop and look at the birds that are there, but right. I've never purposefully left my house to go find birds, except for like at the aviary or the zoo, but it's yeah. on my list. It's on my list of things to do. Don't nice. be disappointed in me. It's on there. No, no, um, but yeah. no, I love you could their... fit that in with everything else that you're doing now. I mean, seriously, <laughs> I mean, could you just like stop being a slacker, please. You've got to watch and plan a wedding and, you know, I mean, please. Um, but no, I just love their chemistry so much. Yeah. Um, and I love, cause usually if you have a movie that keeps going back and forth, like it gets you in to something and then you go back right. to a different scene, like you kind of lose the momentum of what you're doing. It takes you out of that moment. And in princess bride, you don't get that. No. Like they do such a great job of going back and forth from scene to scene to the book, to him, to his grandpa. And it's just this rhythm that I don't think I've seen in any other movie. No, it, yeah. it is unmatched. I think, I think you're absolutely right. And, and it is true. Like it breaks the story up really well. Like it mm -hmm. does give you the breaks when you need it and it doesn't take you out of it. And I, I think that's just brilliant. I mean, when he stops as she's in the eel infested waters and he's like, she doesn't die here. Like it is building up to this intense moment and him just breaking in and saying, well, you look concerned. So I want you to know she doesn't die here. <laughs> he's like, no, no. Like he's still trying to play it cool at this point. No, I don't care what happens to her. Yeah. But like, but it just breaks it up so well. Um, and, and normally that's a big risk to do something like that. Cause more normally, yeah. like you said, Val, it would take you completely out of the movie and you're like, mm -hmm. Oh, I got to get back into the story mode, but yeah. this just works so well mm -hmm. because that's how a grandpa would be reading that book mm -hmm. to his grandson. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They do a similar thing in like the never ending story, which I also think yeah. is very successful. Um, and, and these came out around the same time, I think. Right? It's, it's um, in the same. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I do think that this this movie is one of those movies that I know grown men who love this movie. I know grown women, teenage girls, younger guys that like this movie, grandparents. You know, I just think it's it surpasses kind of what it was made for um, because it, it doesn't happen very often that you have a movie or a story or a book or whatever that really does hit every audience. Yeah. Yeah. Usually you make it for a specific, you know, women from 25 to 45 and, you know, you, that's yeah. your audience and, and that's who the, you'll always have people outside of it that like it. But this one, I don't think they expected it to be so wide uh, yeah. in the family. This is the, this is the type of family film that we always talk about. We, we want to see, and they, they have a hard time making it. And I think it's just for that reason, Val, it's because you've got to cover so many different ages like a grandparent could sit down with their grandchild and watch this and still be entertained yeah and it's not full of like silly poop jokes or you know fart jokes right. and stuff like that damn it um but it's <laughs> <laughs> and those are great and they have their place for <laughs> sure just sure. one would have been fine <laughs> yeah but but to be able to to have a story that's as in and pixar is really good at this, but it, I think it's so difficult to do is to be able to 
to entertain the kids and keep their attention and yet not dumb it down for the adults. Yeah. And, and, and this movie, I mean, it really does. It, it transcends any kind of what genre do you put this movie in? It's mm-hmm. it, fantasy. Yeah, okay. Romance. Yeah. It's got that action comedy. Like it does really mm-hmm. have everything. It really does. I mean, there's nobody that I would say, Hey, you want to, have you ever seen princess bride? You would love it. And I would be confident to say that to anybody almost. Right. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, I'm sure um, there are people out there that don't like this movie. I just, Oh yeah. I mean, there's just, sure. it just seems very, very popular. Did you guys so, see some of the celebrities that did like TikTok videos segments of princess bride yeah. during yes. COVID lockdown yeah. last year? That was great. was phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have to say that yes, Wesley and Buttercup, you know, Carrie Elwes and Robin Wright are great in this movie, but they're not my favorite. The I right. love this movie so much. You guys know how much I love side characters. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I, you know, any Disney or Pixar movie or Marvel movie that has good side characters. I just love it when a movie or a story puts that much into the people that are helping move the, the story forward that aren't just the main characters. And I mean, you know, Inigo Montoya is such a great mm, character yeah. and I love Mandy. Um, he, him, yeah. I, I just love him. I love his face. I love his acting. I love just the way that he carried himself. Like I almost was like, yeah, Carrie Elwes's character is cool, but I kind of want to be Inigo Montoya. No. Right. Uh-huh. And then you have, you know, Vicini, who Wallace Shawn? Oh, so good. I mean, they're so just to good. get that, you know, that speech impediment, that list, but also to be just this like crazy, manic you know, energy. like manic energy. Mm-hmm. And then Billy Crystal. I mean, I could watch the movie just for Billy Crystal. Billy but then you Crystal, Carol Kane as his. Yes. Oh my yeah, gosh! Like those, those two together. together. <laughs> I want to see the outtakes. Like how much oh, footage yes. did we not see of mm-hmm. them? Because I'm sure if the director was smart, he would have just let them kind of take it into their own. Yeah. They have this back and forth banter as comedians um, oh. that I'm sure there's stuff we haven't seen that is just mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. Just oh. amazing. Their, their back and forth is just so good. <laughs> just, liar! Liar! <laughs> Quiet, witch. I'm not a witch. I'm your wife. And after what you just said, I'm not sure I want to be that anymore. Like, when he's, when he's talking about true love, he's like, there's nothing better in the world than true love, except a thinly sliced slice of mutton or whatever it is that he said. And it's like, just paper thin and it's like describing it. And it's just so good. I mean, you yeah. talk about two characters that are on the screen for such a little amount of time, but they make such a huge right. impact and yeah. you remember, and they stand out so well. And what's amazing is they stand out so much in a movie full of scenes of that stand out. Right? Yeah. And right. there's so many, like yes. one of my favorite scenes is when Wesley is fighting Inigo and they yes. have this really cool, you know, old school, you know, sword fight. And then they're also trying to like mind manipulate each other at the same time. And he's like, and you know, you won't know that I am also left-handed and I'm a lefty. So I was like, yeah, take it. Like, I don't know. (laughs) I was just like, that was such a great scene. And he's like, do you need a minute? Like, like, you know, giving him a minute kind of, you know, he's climbing up the rocks and everything. I just thought, I don't, it was just really fun. It had such good timing and comedy, but also at the same time, it was romantic, but not like overly romantic. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. And it, and it does such a good job with the side stories too, because you've got, I mean, the main story, right. Is, is Wesley coming back to buttercup and she's marrying the prince and he's trying to get there before she's going to do that and inadvertently rescues her from these kidnappers that are trying to start a war because that's what prince humperdinck wants is to start a war with gilder <laughs> and then you've got the side story of indigo montoya who's after the six-fingered man who also happens to be working with prince humperdinck and like all of these things and you could get lost in all of these different side stories but that they wrap them together sense. so well and it just works it just yeah. totally yeah. works and i love Inigo Montoya. And, you know, I, I know I brought this up last week. I'm going to bring it up again. TikTok. Um, <laughs> Patinkin's actually very active on TikTok and he, oh. he's posting stuff on there all the time. And there was somebody that um, shared how much his character Inigo Montoya had meant to her father. Um, and her father had recently passed away. And she talked about how she had heard that when he was facing off against a six fingered man, um, in the film and he was going to kill the six fingered man that he had pictured that that was the cancer that he had killed his father. And oh, she said, I had heard wow. that and I don't know if that's true. And so he responded on TikTok to her and let her know that that was a hundred percent true, that he felt like if he could kill the six fingered man in this character, that that was defeating the cancer that had, had killed his father and he would be avenging his father's death. And it was just a wow. really kind of tender moment that you yeah. don't get to see all the time online. Yeah. So but oh, he's, yeah. he's such a cool guy. I was going to mock you for the TikTok reference, but I can't. Yeah. That, I had to get the story out quick so that you wouldn't, because I felt <laughs> you would feel really bad if you had at the end. Mentally, so I was dismissing it, but then I got caught up in the story and well done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he's just really cool on there. And so if you, if you are on TikTok and you want to avoid like the, you know, dances and the trends and whatever, follow <laughs> Mandy Patinkin because he's really funny on there. Nice. I love it. Love it. Well, so. and the, the other character we haven't talked about yet that I absolutely love in this film is Andre the Giant. Mm -hmm. Yes, I mean, Fezzik. He, this is this is a guy. He was in a lot of pain because he never stopped growing. Like right. literally, he never stopped growing his entire life. And this is a guy who has been wrestling for all these years. He's got degenerative back issues. Um, and, and he knew that he was ill and not doing well, but he still wanted to do this movie. And he brings such warmth and gentleness to this role that I just think is astounding. Yeah. It's, it's really weird because I grew up liking wrestling and I grew up uh -huh. following wrestling, but Andre the giant as a wrestler was before my time. I mean, mm -hmm. he really was, he had kind of stopped by the time I remember following wrestling. And so my first inter introduction to him was in this movie oh okay and so it was really hard for me to find out that like most of his career was spent he was as a heel, heel. Right. like he was the bad guy <laughs> and like it was just so hard to picture him that way because he is such a gentle giant in this movie and i think in real life he was very much like that as well very much so um he's there's some interesting documentaries about him that guy had a very interesting life and yeah. he could put down the wine like he yeah would, he would drink like 18 bottles of wine at dinner and be fine the next day because it just, that's how his metabolism worked. It's crazy. Well, and when he, when he was younger in wrestling, he was much more athletic, mm -hmm. uh, obviously, like you mentioned the age. And so some of the stuff that he would do, that just tears your body apart as well. Oh, yeah. So on top of everything else, but yeah, he well, is so good in this movie. Well, and, and, and back to the wrestling, one of my earliest wrestling memories, cause I'm with you. I grew up on it. I don't follow it as much now, but 
um, when Hulk Hogan body slammed him. Yeah. Here's a guy who at that it's is the tail end of his career. He is pretty much done. He can't move very well. And, and to allow a guy to body slam you and take the spotlight from you and to become the next big thing that, that says a lot about his character because um, I saw this documentary and they were talking to Vince McMahon, who of course was the headmaster of all this um, back in the day and still is, but he said, you know, if Andre the Giant didn't want to be body slammed, you weren't going to body slam him. Like, you can't <laughs> yeah. do it without him helping you. And right. the fact that he allowed that to happen says a lot about his character. Yeah. And he did that to get Hulk Hogan over with the fans and, mm -hmm. and it worked really well. And of course, Hulk Hogan repaid that later in his career by never helping any young star get over. <laughs> what about so, Zeus? What about nothing. Zeus? nothing Zeus oh my gosh <laughs> all right but this is not a wrestling podcast and so we'll move on from the wrestling stuff um what about Zeus oh my sorry gosh. that was that's a deep cut I'm pretty that is it I'm, I'm kind of impressed that I pulled that one out of the old noggin yeah yeah I'm just um, over here not knowing anything you guys are talking about. <laughs> yeah. I really liked him in the movie. I think I by the time you got halfway through the movie, you all wanted to be friends with him. Like that's how, oh, how yeah. we all felt. Like mm -hmm. we all wanted to be friends with him. We wanted to hang out with him. We wanted him to succeed. We wanted him to get away from like this bad, you know, guy, you know, thing. Like get away from them. You don't need that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. Well, and when he goes and he finds uh Inigo and you know, he's drunk in the bar and he, you know, <laughs> basically sobers him up and everything. And just how much he loves and cares for him is like, you can tell he's just a genuinely nice giant, this pheasant yeah. guy. And he mm -hmm. just really cares about Inigo's his friend. And you see that in the beginning when they're doing the rhyming, which is one of my favorite scenes. And he's like <laughs> thinking of different ways to rhyme the words. And Vicini, no more rhyming. I mean it. Anybody want a peanut? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and I, and I, I, the scene with him that always stands out too is when he is being the dread pirate Roberts mm -hmm. and he's getting the key and they're lighting the cloak on fire. And he's like, I am coming for your soul. <laughs> like just with this deep voice and his accent is just, it's very menacing, but like, at the same time, not. <laughs> but you're not scared because you know, oh, that's just Fezzik. Yeah. He's just, I can yeah. see why they're terrified because they don't know him, but we know him at this point and he's yeah. just Fezzik. It's fine. I and when he brings, he, when he brings the horses, sorry, one more, when he brings the horses and he's like, and I thought there, they're, you know, there's four of us if we find the lady. Hello, lady. <laughs> he's just, he just love him. Yeah, I love Fezzik in this. <laughs> Um, I love the guy who's in the dungeon. Yes, the albino guy. Oh my gosh, like what a great character. Like he's not there for very long, but is so memorable and so specific. And I just, like I can, I don't know, when he talks, like you just kind of, you have a, it, it makes you feel things. You don't know if you like it or not, but it's interesting um, but there's a lot of noises when he talks, like you can hear saliva. Yes. You, can, you know what I mean? Like there's a lot going on with this character. And again, it's those little details that all these characters put in all yeah. these actors put in their characters that I just love so much. 
Yeah, I agree. And I love that the lines have become even more applicable today. Like when he says about masks, oh, they're terribly comfortable. I think everyone in the future will be wearing them. And here we are <laughs> all wearing them because they're just so comfortable. <laughs> anyway, sorry, I took us way off track. No, I'm sorry. But That's weird because we never do that. I no. know. We don't do that at all. All of last episode. Yeah. Uh, and which is really weird because we really like Karate Kid. I don't know why we didn't talk more about it, but we just. Sometimes I think that we just don't get to see each other very often that we just yeah. get so involved with talking to each other about things. Like sure. we really just need a podcast where we just talk about nothing. Like well, we need yeah. a Seinfeld podcast like once a month. <laughs> Where we just get on and we just let it all out. Like we just talk about whatever. This is our show about nothing. <laughs> Enjoy. Number five. Enjoy. <laughs> so anyway, but yeah, this is this was a movie that I grew up on. Um, when I watched it for the show, I was kind of doing other things and just had it playing in the background because I've seen it so many times mm -hmm. that I didn't need to sit. I mean, yeah. I I don't mind sitting and watching it. Like if it's right. on it can be on at any point in the movie. And I'm like instantly in because I know what's happened. I know right where we're at and I know right where it's going. Um, and it's just, it is, it's just such a fabric of, or of my life. Like it's just always been there for mm -hmm. me. Yeah. And it's hard to think of a time when there wasn't princess bride in my life. It's, it's just such a clever film. I mean, the whole poison cup scene is just so classic. Yeah. And it kind of yeah. reminds me of the Danny Kaye movie, The Court Jester, with mm -hmm. the vessel of the, the vessel with the pestle is the brew that is true. You know, it's yeah. that kind of thing where he's like, "So I know that you would think that I would place it in front of me because then you would think that I would be the one to take the drink, but yes. that means that I need to switch the drinks." Okay. Well, and I love it, Eddie. Clearly, you have a dizzying <laughs> intellect. <laughs> Just wait till I get started. <laughs> He's so great. Like I couldn't picture anybody else in that role. I, yeah. just, I wouldn't want to see anyone else right. in that role. Right. I do think the one thing that would be hard for him is in the book, the character is supposed to be a hump, a hunchback. Okay. And, and then when they cast him, they didn't make him a hunchback. And so I would constantly be thinking, is it that I'm just so goofy looking on my own that they were like, <laughs> we don't really need the hump. I don't know. Or did they just feel like it didn't work on screen, and so they just dropped it? <laughs> I think that's probably more more likely what it was. But anyway, anyway, wow. <laughs> I'm going to see how many people. Last week it was Marty Cove. This week it's Wallace Shaw. Like we'll just no. see how many people I could insult. That's Fortunately, he's not coming to Fan X, so it's fine. your complaints to podcast moviesthatmakeus.com. Attention, Jake. Attention, Jake. <laughs> Perfect. He did come to he did come to Fan X once though. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I, I got my um, my T Rex Pixar picture from him, so that was fun. He he is a really talented, fun actor, and but it, it I'll be honest. Anytime I see him pop up somewhere, I'm always like, it's Vicini from Princess Bride, because <laughs> that's who he he plays a lot of teachers. I've noticed yeah. that he ends up being a teacher or a principal yeah. or something like that mm -hmm. in a lot of shows that he does. Mm -hmm. Um. But anyway, he's he's a good actor. I like him. Yeah, I do. Not too. goofy looking at all. Doesn't look like a hunchback at all, mm -hmm. uh, or goofier than anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
What about the now? Now that I'm older, I gotta say I appreciate the life sucking machine more than I did. When I was yeah, there. yeah. There are times where you like finish up a week at work and you're like, that just took a week off. You know, that just took a year off yeah. my life right there. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like being the president of the United States is basically oh. just sleeping in a life sucking machine because oh, you yeah. go in looking super cute and mm -hmm. you come out not so cute. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> Yeah, you I mean, like most of the time. Sometimes you go in not super cute and come out yeah. even less super cute. You're saying it ages you. Oh yeah, yeah. no, I'm with you. I'm just yeah. saying some of our photos. presidents recently were not cute to begin with. Yeah, you look at <clears throat> you look at the photos of of Obama when he first came in. He's got full black hair. Yeah, and then like pictures from like two years later, it's like mostly gray, and then when he leaves, <laughs> it's completely white. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but he's still he's still a good looking guy. But yeah, it sure. like it sucked sure. the life out of it, him. It takes a toll, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the life sucking machine in real life. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Anytime you have to go to the DMV, that it, know, yes. that takes a year off your life. Uh -huh. <laughs> yep. Yep. Anytime you have to sit through a dance recital when your kid only has one dance, but there's <laughs> 50 the numbers. <laughs> yep. I've had to sit through so many of those. <laughs> <Love you sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> also because I was a dance teacher. <laughs> like, crap, I did this to myself. Why? <laughs> Why do I hate myself? <laughs> Yeah. But this this was fun to revisit. I hadn't watched this in in a, a while. Like I'm with you, Jake. If it's on like cable or something, or satellite, as I'm flipping the channels on a Saturday, if it's on, I'll I'll satellite. Who still has satellite? <laughs> I like the Pac-12 network. Okay. Anyway, yeah, that's <laughs> fine. It's, I get it. Live sports is what keeps people connected to cable and satellite. I totally understand. <laughs> If if they get their act together one of these days and actually will like stream stuff, then yes, I would yeah. get it. But I gotta have my Utes. All yeah. right, fine. <laughs> I will allow it. But it's it, but it's Ooh, that was a close call. I was afraid she wasn't going to. No, you have to give up your saddle. The hedge clippers and just cuts the game. No, no. our satellite dish. No. It's just gone. <laughs> Val's driving off. It's dragging behind yeah, her car. Sparks flying everywhere. <laughs> She'll be like the the large march from Pee Wee's Big Adventure, you know. Just <laughs> I was gonna say something and make you feel really bad about that comment, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> I I I just left the conversation. I just didn't want to participate when he came out with that comment. I was like, nope. Um, it's I, you know, I love you. Yep. I, I just, that's, I yeah. have this image of you laughing maniacally as you haul off my satellite dish. That's yeah. Anyway, one of these days, again, a small glimpse into what this brain does. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I, I'm really, I'm really thinking like, I wish we would have talked about this movie earlier so we could go to Craig and say, look, Fanex is still this many weeks away. Have Tracy and Troy recast this movie with Muppets instead of Glengarry Glenn Ross, and you'll have people that will come just for that. Still, I think we could still tell him. I don't think Fanex cares what movie they recast. I don't know if he's put it in the description or not. To, yeah, That's easily changed. Well, and he just put together this huge slideshow. Yep. 
I forgot how really good at his job he is. He's really good at at setting up all the graphics and the timing. It's going to be fun, though. I'm excited to see it live in front of an audience because this is how he envisioned it. Yeah, I know what he originally thought of. And then COVID happens. We had to modify it and do it online. But we've all been on the show. It's a blast. Yeah, Yeah, I I enjoy the format of the show quite a bit. And I enjoy Mm -hmm. recasting. And, he and, picks interesting movies every now and then for me to recast. <laughs> I think he does that on purpose. <laughs> I know. I know. But, uh, you know, it'll it'll be fun. It'll be fun. To, and it's going to be fun for us to talk about Black Widow. I mean, yes. mm-hmm. um, a different kind of fun than we've had today on the show, I think. Yeah. But it's still going to be a lot be a of fun. Serious. Yeah. I mean, we'll still we'll still have fun and talk about fun things. But, yeah, we're going to deep dive into some things that you probably wouldn't think that you're going to talk about, but I think it'll be really good for people to talk about some of that stuff. Now, real quick, Jake, I I can only see part of your screen. Is this the life sucking machine? Is that the scene? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it is. I saw this hose flickering and I thought that's what that is. That's sucking the life out of it. It's where he takes the first year off. That's right. And he tells him to be brutally honest. It is for science. Yeah, this this movie is just really, really one of my favorites of all time, and it's hard um, to even try to look at it critically. And I, mm-hmm. which you know, I don't have to because I'm not a movie critic. I'm just a guy who talks about movies on a podcast, so I don't <laughs> have to be super critical. You're not but, a member of the Utah Film Association, which, by the way, congrats on that, Val. We haven't talked about <laughs> that on the show. Huge, huge deal. Huge. News. I feel a little bit legitimate now, like not yeah. like I'm just, I'm just pretending. Bit, but, <laughs> but that is a big deal because it's that's it's, huge to be voted in, and that yeah, and I really respect like all the people that are members of the Utah mm-hmm. um, Film, Film Critics Critic. Association. Like they, I have watched them for years. I've been in the same screenings as them for years, and I read all of their reviews, and so it was really. Um, it felt really neat for them to vote me in um, because I feel like I, ha- I still have a lot to do to kind of get to their level, but um, I'm super excited. But yeah, yeah, major props to you for that. Thanks. Well, and that's a lot of hard work that went into that oh, yeah. and behind that. And so congratulations. Thank you. Val, that's very cool. That film um, degree's paying off. I don't have a film degree. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't finish. My, my film degree is not paying off. <laughs> it's all right. My history degree is really coming in handy. As I manage my call center. It's fine. <laughs> oh, the places you'll go. Um, All about following your passions and working hard, people. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And that's not that's being dicks to people. Exactly. Yep. You can still climb up the ladder without having to kick other people down. So, and you yep. do that and props to you for that. I think Absolutely. we all do it. I mean, yeah. I think we all have moments because we're human, but For sure, sure. But you know, it's like you said earlier in the show is like, right or am um, in the, our episode last week about, you know, karate kid is, you know, Cobra Kai, you know, you really want them to redeem themselves when they're mm-hmm. learning about the things that, that maybe they are not doing correctly. And I feel like, um, you know, I've done, I've made mistakes in my life and I've been a jerk to people before, but I feel like when I realize I'm doing it, um, I always try and learn from that and yeah. and try and be better. And so I think maybe that's why I don't watch that show either is just because like, that's not my jam. 
yeah, you know? Yeah. If, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you, again, if you like Cobra Kai, that's fine. I just yeah. don't. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I know that there's a lot of people that are really excited because a lot of the stars are coming to Fan X. And well, and they're great. great on their own, like outside yeah. of Cobra mm-hmm. Kai. They're great actors. So that's cool. Yeah. Anyway, let, we should probably grade this movie. Uh, I did go first last week for the first time I True. Think, ever on the that show. Was a big deal. So I think I can go another 118 episodes without <laughs> going first again. So. Hey, Tracy, you're up, man. Uh, all right. So again, this is one that I have a hard time removing the nostalgia, but even without that nostalgia, I think it still holds up. It's cleverly written. It's perfectly cast. Um, I, I'm going to give this one a solid A. Yeah, it's an it's an A for me. Yeah, this is an we can add this to our collection of triple A rated movies. Don't I would even that. almost bump this up to an A plus for me just because I enjoy it that much. There, I can't find anything wrong with this movie, and I'm sure there is. I just can't find it. So sometimes the only reason it's not an A plus for me is because sometimes I'm just not in the mood for it. But it's yeah. nothing to do with the movie. It's mm-hmm. more to do with me. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, and I can totally see that. But yeah, I, I think it's a great movie. It, it holds up. I don't need to watch it all the time, but like mm-hmm. anytime I think about it, I'm like, oh yeah, that's such a great movie. I don't always need to turn it on, but um, yeah, it's a solid A. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't need to turn it on either. I've seen it enough times. I can relive the scenes just yeah. in my head. I just sit there like this. <laughs> and my kids just think I'm weird and it's fine. They think I mean, I'm weird you are. anyway. You are yeah. Weird. So it's totally fine. It's totally fine. My daughter tells me that all the time. She's turning 13 this week and she tells me all the time that I'm weird. That's a compliment. <laughs> she smiles when she says it. So I think it's out of love. I've been calling my daughter a weirdo for her whole life. It's yeah. out of love. It's a badge of honor. Yeah. Well, this week we will be at FanX. We will be talking about yes. the Black Widow altogether, but we also have a bunch of panels that we're doing uh, on our own. So please get the FanX app, download it, look up our names, Jake Deach, Tracy Mangum, Valerie Cameron. You can find our schedules there and we would love to see you again. We'll if you our schedules online. Yeah. We'll yeah. Post we'll post it on. I'll post it on uh, our social media sites We've as well. Great mash panel. Yeah, I'm excited about that one with Steph, who was on yeah. our live episode last week talking about the, her sexual awakening. So I can't I wonder, wait to hear I what she's going to talk about in that. Clinger caused her sexual awakening, maybe. I'll ask her. I'll ask her. Um, I'll ask the hard-hitting questions like that. Yes, mm-hmm. that's um, what a good moderator does. Yeah, but this, this but it's going to be a lot of fun. So um, get the app, check it out. Um, if Again, we said I said it last week. If you want to see us at FanX and you don't see us, I I feel like that's on you because we are everywhere. So, uh, but we look forward to seeing people there. Um, and uh, you can find us on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter at Movies Make Us there, and on YouTube, YouTube.com/slash Movies That Make Us. Basically, in all the places. So, um, yeah. Until next time, we won't see you at the movies. Bye. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.